Well, state lawmakers have just two days of scheduled veto session to deal with uh, some of the overarching questions concerning the Safety Act and the Pretrial Fairness Act that uh, is set to take effect January 1st, ending cash bail statewide. It would be the first state to do it in this fashion uh, and a lot of uh, pushback from state's attorneys across the state as they have a lawsuit they consolidated out of Kankakee County that's going to be heard next week. So again, the timeline here, uh, it's going to be tenuous. Springfield's Morning News, I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk, and I'd love to hear from you at 217-629-7970. What do you think needs to happen here? Should they just scrap the whole thing, uh, or should they do only minor changes? A lot of different ideas, but of course, Democrats have the supermajority, and they'll be able to um, do whatever they want to do. And after the election, uh, maybe it took away some of the pressure that they had, uh, where you had Governor J.B. Pritzker even saying that they wanted to clarify the law, Uh, but now they saw Soften that a bit. Democrats saying that they're only going to bring about technical changes and they're not going to do any kind of gutting. Uh, But Republicans uh, and some states attorneys, they were actually looking to completely throw this thing out and start over. Now, there's a whole bunch of reasons why. Of course, you've got the, the the Pretrial Fairness Act provision of it, which takes effect January 1st. And what this does is it essentially says that uh, certain crimes, people can't be held behind jail bars pending trial. Because as it is now, if you get arrested for you know a certain crime, certain level of crime, uh, and you uh, go in front of a judge, and the judge says, "Well, you're you, you have to post bail of a certain amount," uh, that's in a way to ensure that the suspect, innocent until proven guilty, actually shows up to their court date. So if you get out on bail and you post $5,000 or whatever it is, you got $5,000 in, in the mix here. You got skin in the game. You got to show up to your court date. But sometimes people don't have that money. And that's why supporters say that the, uh, the no cash bail provision that takes effect January 1st is good because they say people are innocent until proven guilty. They shouldn't have to pay for their freedom. Uh, but uh, prosecutors pushing back saying that this is going to be a uh, really, really tough situation where uh, they may see recidivism increase and they may see a whole host of other things increase. But there's something else about the Safety Act, not just about whether somebody can be held pending trial if they can't post bail, but there's another element of the Safety Act pretrial fairness provision that deals with warrants. Now, I, I, guilty pleasure. I, I remember watching cops when I was a kid back in the '90s, and there's new episodes, and 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 you can find those in places. But uh, it seems that there's a, a constant theme of uh, people who flee police. Uh, and leads to dangerous high-speed chases on highways or residential areas. Every time police catch up with the person, it seems like they always catch up with the person, they ask, why did you run? And then the person looks over, and and they know they have a warrant because they say, I have a warrant. (laughs) So that's one of the reasons why people flee from police. But uh, an aspect of the Pretrial Fairness Act deals with changing that process. So instead of getting a warrant for your arrest because you failed to appear for your court date, now it's just going to be an order to show cause, which is a bit different than 
a warrant for your arrest to show up to your court date. Uh, so uh, the the conversation on this going back and forth uh, yesterday, you had um, uh, members of the pretrial fairness network. Uh, they rallied at the Sangamon County building uh, where they uh, they they. Uh, held a vigil and, and said prayers, urging that there be no changes to the Safety Act and the Pretrial Fairness Act inside the Safety Act. Uh, and they ultimately said, hey, this is good for uh, Illinois. It's about equity. It's ensuring that poor people aren't kept behind bars. Uh, and uh, I did have a chance to talk with a couple of those proponents yesterday about this issue of warrants changing to orders to show cause. Uh, and I also talked with State Senator Steve McClure about that as well. But I want to get your phone calls really quick. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Morning, Greg. Hey, does this mean that we're going to be we're going to be getting filmed by cops next next year because there's going to be a lot of people who basically don't go to court and then there's going to be a lot of high a lot of ch- chases going on so are is cops going to be filming here in the the state because you you got to know that that's going to lead to a lot of people running and not going not showing up to a court so i'm looking at a money opportunity here for the state well, I'll tell you, I I've thought about it. I mean, it's very formulaic, cops. You know, uh, I've got the the camera shots down. I I know the right questions to ask. I'll hey, if you if you want to help me out, maybe we can do some ride-alongs uh, and do and, and see what happens. But uh, absolutely, man. I mean, we we know some some people you know yeah no absolutely and listen i think that's a real concern you raise that this is going to increase the number of people who fail to show for court uh and that's going to lead to an increased number of police that are having to deal with these types of things i appreciate the call let's take another one really quick here with springfield's morning news good morning you're on wmay hey greg um i think they need to uh, repeal this whole thing and just start over you know Every time I hear discussions about this, you know, if we're talking about the criminals and, you know, they shouldn't be, yeah, you're innocent until proven guilty and you shouldn't have to pay for your free. Nobody talks about the victims of these crimes. And, you know, we don't want people out necessarily that are going to be committing more crimes, intimidating potential witnesses, doing all kinds of stuff. And um, I think that, um, you know, while I, I support the idea that, that, that you're innocent until proven guilty, of course, and that, that you should, you know, if you're not a flight risk or whatever, that you should be out. Uh, there needs to be more thought given to the victims or potential victims of crime. You know, when you can't go to the Loop in Chicago, which used to be pretty safe anymore, you can't go there without worrying about getting robbed or shot or whatever. It's bad. And there's a, a lot of concern uh, across the states, not just in Chicago, but elsewhere. Uh, great points brought up. I do want to share with you the uh, back and forth uh, between uh, the, the, the the proponents of the Safety Act and the pretrial fairness provision. Um, and then also uh, State Senator Steve McClure, who I talked with about the, the warrant issue. So you'll hear uh, Brianna Payton with the Illinois Network of Pretrial Justice, Emmanuel Andre with the Cook County Public Defender Office, talking about uh, the issue of replacing warrants with an order to show cause. Uh, And then you'll also hear from State Senator Steve McClure, uh, who pushes back on this issue. So uh, here's uh, uh, back to back to back of these voices from uh, from the yesterday uh, surrounding the the Safety Act and the Pretrial Fairness Provision. Under the Pretrial Fairness Act, there is a distinction between a failure to appear in court and evidence of willful flight. Someone's uh, past appearance rates in court can be taken into account when considering whether there's a risk of willful flight, but it's important 
important that failure to appear in and of itself is not taken as conclusive evidence of someone fleeing prosecution because people miss court for all types of reasons that have nothing to do with running from the law. Sometimes people don't have child care. They can't get off work. They're afraid of losing their jobs. Sometimes people didn't know that they had court. And so we just want to make sure that there's a standard that actually makes sure that people are not jailed for things that are out of their control or a result of poverty. Yeah, it's a critical change. Um, the idea of simply not showing up and that being part and assuming someone had an intent not to show up versus now having to show cause and having to explain what happened and not automatically having a warrant. We constantly see people being picked up on a warrant. Oftentimes they simply do not know. As a practicing attorney, what normally happens in those cases, uh, judges give an actual order, an actual document that people have to walk around with after that warrant is what's called quashed and, and gotten rid of. So this would hopefully make things much, much easier, especially when it comes to intent. The way that it changes is now, if someone misses court, you then have to give them notice of another hearing to show up for to explain why they missed court in the first place. Um, you know, people that go to trial that are, in, that are before the court are charged with crimes. It's not that they're just plucking people off of the streets and just random people, oh, gee, sorry, you missed court. In some cases, these are dangerous people. If this act emboldens them, allows them to miss court, and then the court has to just be real nice and say, oh, sorry, you missed court. Can you please let us know why you missed court for this important case that could cause you to go to prison for a long period of time? So it changes it in the sense that you have to show up for another hearing after you miss court. You get a second chance, and it's unlimited. So you could have someone that misses court every court appearance and then shows up for the subsequent hearing and then says, oh, sorry, I had a you know, I was brushing my teeth for too long, I missed court, or whatever. They can do that in perpetuity forever. So here's a big problem with the Safety Act in the first place. Since the Safety Act passed, we have seen a record number of law enforcement leave the profession, move to a different state, or retire. And guess what? In Chicago now, 911 calls, in many cases, police can't get there while the crime is ongoing, and so lots of crimes are unsolved. So the very few law enforcement that we have left to look at serious crimes, I'm going to assume they're going to be focused on those serious crimes and trying to investigate them. I don't know that there is the law enforcement available anymore to deal with failures to appear and everything else. And so there's a real problem right now, and this act makes everything worse. So again, uh, voices on both sides of the issue here uh, and lawmakers have two days to deal with technical changes to the Safety Act, but is it going to be enough to uh, quell concerns that uh, state's attorneys have brought up in the lawsuit that's going to be heard next week? Uh, who knows? Governor J.B. Pritzker sounded confident yesterday that uh, they're going to bring about changes to uh, address some concerns, but we shall see. It's going to be a busy couple of days out at the Illinois State House. Uh, it is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. Get a hold of me anywhere. Just search Bishop on Air. You can also email bishoponair at gmail.